Welcome to the Masters in Motion podcast, where we empower Masters athletes to reach their full potential. Join us as we delve into the world of CrossFit and showcase the strength, resilience, and determination of Masters athletes, because we dig this sport. I'm Jason Grubb with my co-host, Rick Stevenson. This is episode 42. Hey, Rick, how are you doing so far on this Thanksgiving week? Thanksgiving week? Oh, boy, I can't say Thanksgiving Eve. It's close, but uh, we're making our way through. <laughs> we're getting there. You guys doing Thanksgiving at home or are you traveling? People, how's all that working for you this year? We are we are trapped. We are we are traveling and not actually having a Thanksgiving meal till Saturday. Uh, nice. just because of some work schedules. Yep. So Thursday is going to be an unusually quiet uh, non-Thanksgiving food day with a lot of a lot of football mixed in. Uh, generally lazy, and I hope the weather's good because that'll involve a long dog walk or something like that. If uh, if I don't run in the morning first, but yep. uh, yeah, Saturday and and it's about two miles down the road, three miles down the road. So uh, just do a bunch of prep work here after training and uh, load up the car and head down the road. How about Sounds you guys good. in your uh, new house? In the new house, it will be a low key. I think just four of us uh, for Thanksgiving this mm -hmm. year. Uh, I went to the store today. I asked how I could help for Thanksgiving. And my wife said, you know, if you could pop over mm -hmm. to Sprouts to see if they have any free range organic turkeys, that is, that's kind of her thing. And that's, that's great. So I went to mm -hmm. see if they had a turkey named Kevin over at the uh, Sprouts. And, uh, yeah, I was so lucky. I found the last not, it was a uh, never frozen free range organic it's the happiest turkey uh, you know ever killed for thanksgiving and what was amazing about Correct. it actually so i grabbed Absolutely. that i grabbed some sausage and and uh, took that to the register and as i'm checking out she had a hard time scanning the turkey i didn't really think anything of it i paid i got up to the car and i realized that the the bill was like 30 dollars. and Oops. i was like that is that doesn't <laughs> seem right it seems a little light little little light on this uh very very nice turkey and so i looked and she typed in for the price how many pounds the turkey was, not the actual price of the turkey. So she uh, typed in $24. Oh, no. So it's a 24 pound turkey and it's $4.99 a pound. But she charged me $24. Oh. I, I, you know, I discovered it as I was already at the car. I was pretty worn out from training. So I just figured, you know, I'm already here. I should probably just get out of here. Uh, so. A, a, Pretty a sure blessing. Sprouts' accounting department doesn't doesn't <laughs> listen to this podcast, or no, they become. Sorry, guys. Hey, it says twenty four ninety nine or twenty four <laughs> something. Then that's she charged me the weight of the bird. So uh, that okay. was that's great. All I mean, right. I'm excited. I love a good turkey. I got some brine. You know what? That's a bonus. Yep. You'll, it are was you a nice dry brine. Uh, wet. Uh, no, yep. not dry brine. We'll wet brine uh, wet. Okay. overnight on Wednesday into Thursday. And on, on Thursday, uh, I'm going to paint the garage. That's my thing. I just have this project I want to do because I'll feel less stress about work. I'm not training Thursday. Actually, I'm going to go swim and then I'll be back. Sure. Uh, but I'm so. going to paint the garage so that I can start setting up CrossFit equipment in the garage. Right now, I have everything in the center of the garage so that I can paint and then start putting things up, like put my weights up yep. on the wall, my pull-up bar, hang rings from the 14-foot ceiling. Yep. Very exciting times coming. Excellent. And I want the garage to look good. So it needs a good coat of, um, I was thinking kind of a darkish gray paint. It's, it's going to look good. It's going to be great for videos. And then we're going to yep. eat a delicious, yep. uh, very inexpensive turkey. Perfect. Hopefully karma doesn't bite us on that one. Hopefully it's, just a, it's a good, healthy turkey. Yeah. <laughs> I trust I trust her uh, preparing it because we don't want it to turn out to be the uh, National Lampoon's Christmas no, Vacation turkey. Right. 
Yeah. <laughs> we're not going to overcook that guy. There, we're also there's definitely number one <laughs> from that movie. This yeah, song yeah. I see. For the next four weeks, we can reference that movie uh, limitless times. I think if if y'all that listen yes, want to correct. have a running count, uh, I'll just say that um, you know we'll we'll be liberal with our use of Christmas vacation quotes. I think it's fair. It has to, it, you have to pull it out and start watching it now, not pull it out, but pull it up on streaming. Oh, heck yeah. You have to start watching it this week. This is the official start. So <laughs> the time before is probably a little too early, but I'd say this week, you know, and, and you want to get a good couple of quotes in before everybody uses them again. Yes. Ahead of your friends. So it's, it's Agreed. important. Got to do your homework every year. <laughs> yeah. yeah Got to get the refresher. Uh, I think the kids, uh, my daughter said something like uh she goes what are you clark griswold last night when i was adjusting lights outside and uh so that was her reference already so we're we're well on our way yep yeah i I was cleaning up you know whenever i clean up and my hands get sticky the obvious phrase is um a lot of sap (laughs) sap a lot lot of of sap a little thick a lot of sap a lot of sap in there (laughs) we're on a roll (laughs) <laughs> already killing it that's a wrap use guys we've just covered Leave everything for the next couple of weeks yeah yeah <laughs> enjoy your holiday drive <laughs> <laughs> well we've got some news uh we didn't cover it last week because we thought that we wanted yeah. to give the maximum amount of time that we could have with dr justine from thirdsy if you hadn't haven't had a chance to listen to that episode uh i think for me for both of us it was really eye-opening on just the topic of sleep uh you know how to have healthy sleep nurture healthy sleep uh, you know what's wrong with melatonin? What's wrong with uh, with other things? What works well? Uh, it was really fun and and really eye opening. Um, so if you haven't had a chance to listen to that, yeah. take a listen. And now we wanted to talk about. I think. I mean, we've got a a new sort of calendar, or the calendar is out and the requirements out for the CrossFit Games next right. year. Yeah, tell us what what are the details. Let's just go over it yeah. real quick. Well, yeah, well, yeah. Um, briefly, we know it's been covered a lot in the uh, CrossFit media space. It's been covered on a lot of. Uh, articles, a lot of podcasts, um, you know, but, but specifically, I think what they've tried to, well, generally, I should say what they've tried to do is uh, uh, put all of them together, teenagers, masters, uh, adaptive, and the individuals and teams, and kind of walk through it. And after, I don't know, 20 minutes, you're still bouncing back and forth between, okay, what's, what's, what's our part again? You know, what are our months? So, you know, we're only gonna, again, staying true to what you and I want to talk about always is what impacts the master's community. Um, it's, it's pretty simple from uh, a layout sounding like last year, the open and we'll go over the details um, uh, quarterfinals, semifinals and a final uh, culminating event, which they are calling uh, was that it's interesting in their document. I saw that uh, the, the CrossFit masters, CrossFit games by legends. We'll see if that name holds, but they needed to call it something when they were making the announcement. So, right. Open, quarters, semis, and the games. Does that sound familiar? Yeah, sure does. Yeah. There are specifics. Uh, The open, typical three weeks. Uh, It's going to start, let's make sure, registration for the open starts January 9th. Okay. So, not that many days away. Uh, The, which is my birthday also, I will be registering for the open. On my birthday. I will not miss that. Uh, Three-week open beginning February 29th. February is a leap year. I know that was pointed out by Boz on one of his podcasts. So 24.1 is released on February 29th. And then the three-week open, your scores are due March 18th. So you can think of our season as the month of March is the open. Mm -hmm. Uh, Moving on to quarterfinals, 
here's where uh, it'll be interesting to see what the uptake will be. They're going to take 25% instead of 10% uh, in through into quarterfinals, a change from last year. That's going to be for individuals. It's going to be for teenagers, certainly for uh, age groups as well. So 25% in each uh, age category are going to be eligible to sign up for and participate if they so choose in quarterfinals. Uh, quarterfinals, you're going to think of as the month of April. Okay, so March is the open, April are quarterfinals. Uh, the quarterfinal registration, you can't sign up for that until April 1st. So wait, calendar hits, it's April Fool's, not a joke, pay your money, probably going to be $50. I don't think it's been um, uh, released yet. And then our age group quarterfinals are actually going to be the same week as the elites. So it's not going to be last year's crazy schedule, which I know I think drove uh, affiliate owners kind of nutty. I know it did ours, uh, having to worry about teams, elites, and age groups. Um, we're going to go age group quarterfinals are going to go April 17th through the 22nd. Longer window, have no idea on the number of tests. And also what we have heard through a couple of questions answered, it doesn't sound like there'll be competition windows like you and I are used to. You know, workouts one and two, you have 24 hours, you have to put the score in, and that's it. And then the next 24-hour window opens. It just sounds from these interviews, uh, you have roughly five days to do how many ever they uh, release. So quarterfinals are April. Uh, then moving on to, here's another change. We all had to work super hard last year to go from quarterfinals down to semifinals where they only took 30 athletes per age group. And the age groups are staying the same. I should have said that at the beginning, sure. starting at age 35, moving up to 65 plus. So the next and third and final month of this qualification process is the month of May. Um, age group quarterfinals, after you have received an invite, it changes to the top 200. So it's back to a number that we're familiar with, the old AGOQ. 200 athletes move from quarterfinals to semifinals in each age group. And from that 200, They'll take after the uh, semifinals go and are done on May 8th through the 13th, same five-day window. Don't know the specifics yet, but at least you can be assured of having an extra day than we did last year. Uh, to the Masters CrossFit Games by Legends, which they think will be in August, details to follow. And what was encouraging, we know were how many participants they'll be taking to these final games in each of the age groups. The first three from 35 to 49 will be 40 men and 40 women. That's big uh, per age group. 50 to 54 and 55 to 59 will be taking 30 men and 30 women, three times what they took last year. That's important. Right. It's huge. And then the upper two age groups, 60 to 64 and 65 plus are going to take 20 each. So as we know, the part, and you and I went over the numbers last year, the participation numbers go down as the age groups go up they'll still have more than enough representation at the final games uh, at the site and uh, location to be determined. So March is the open. April are quarterfinals, expanded quarterfinals. May is semifinals, expanded semifinals. And August, we believe, will be the games. And I'm using air quotes because we don't know what we're calling it. Um, all of these questions, and I'm going to turn it back to you for your thoughts, are we're recording this now. I think they said the rule book is going to be released the first week of December, which they think will have more answers and more specifics to the questions, drug testing, um, you know, just all the all the details that we'd like to comb through, especially for, for age groups. Uh, that's great because you and I are going to be a little busy the first week of December or, or 
first few days of December yep. um, at Legends. So if that occurs, there's going to be plenty to dissect, and uh, we'll have some be able to pepper Joe and Bob with a million questions, which is uh, sure what they want to deal with that week in person. We'll so, we'll tackle them and get that's them on in a nutshell. Yeah. Well, I yeah. I think we'll that, follow uh, them around. You can't. Well, we look at us. the. Look at the uh, the calendar. So the open ends March 18th, uh, or so scores are submitted. Practically, uh, one month later, we start quarterfinals uh, on the 17th of, I'm um, sorry, yeah, 17th of April. Uh, so we finish that on the 22nd. And then we mm-hmm. basically have two full weeks between quarterfinals and semifinals. It's two weeks in like two days. It's actually pretty tight between mm-hmm. quarterfinals and semifinals. Right. So I like right. that. I think it'll be challenging because oftentimes I think we try to peak at semifinals, but we also have to be almost peaked at quarterfinals to make sure we qualify for semifinals. So there's a little Correct. bit of a roller coaster ride for us there. And I, I imagine that, uh, you know, after May, uh, May 12th, it'll be time to take a week off and allow our bodies to heal. Cause I know that if they do release, uh, right. if they do give us that traditional, uh, style of releasing quarterfinals or, or semifinals, all of the workouts in one day, let's say, call it that, that right. Wednesday, and we have the weekend to complete these five, six, however many tests. If if you're competitive, yep. we're probably going to repeat some of those tests. We're probably going to leave no stone unturned. And that tends to be a very right. stressful couple of days, uh, both mentally and on our bodies. So uh, it, it will be definitely time to to relax. I, I think the last time that we had an right. opportunity to do all of the events without some sort of time constraint built into it. I'm pretty sure I retested everything. I know in 2018 and 2019, I think I did them all twice in order to ensure I qualified for the games because I'm a crazy person. By the time we were in 2021, mm-hmm. 22 and 23, we had some 20, time. Yeah. Well, yeah, 2021, you would have had AGOQ. That was oh, the last okay. year of AGOQ. Okay. So, so I'm sure you did them. I'm sure you did them multiple times. I'm sure I did. I actually remember that year. Yes, I I had it was the front squat year. I made a mistake. Four and I rep did, front squat. Yeah, yeah. Seventy five power cleans, three hundred oh, double unders. Yeah, that I remember guy. all that. Yep. That was dirty, really uh, dirty stuff. Overhead squats and box jump over, burpee box jumps overs, and right. there was all kinds of craziness. Yeah, it was crazy. GHDs, rope climbs, and pistols. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah it was awesome. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed that. that. I guess so. I I'm looking forward to so, that. I think it'll be fun as well that we're getting this the workouts released the same time as the individuals. So these will be big quarterfinals. Will be a really big weekend with all of everyone doing mm-hmm. quarterfinals that weekend. Our semifinals and age group semifinals is on a certain weekend in May. They'll have in person semifinals for the individual athletes, which is fine. That's totally cool. Right. But uh, right. I think that's fun. You know, there's been some controversy around the amount of people that qualify for quarterfinals at 25% instead of 10%, and then semifinals mm-hmm. being 200 right. people instead of uh, the 30, which we had over the past couple of years. Uh, you know, I have some thoughts mm-hmm. on that. Do you have right. some opinions on that? You've had, to, you've had some time to marinate on that. What uh, are your thoughts on those? I, well, the uptake is not going to be as much as we fear. It never is. Will it be many significantly more people? Yes. But last year, it wasn't anywhere near 10%, if I'm correct. Who actually competed. Uh, and so who actually competed, who paid their money and submitted all of the scores. It gets really, really watered down. Um, and then for the AGOQ, I just go back and look at some of the numbers. If you, you can scroll back through the years, anywhere from about 160 to maybe 175 or so, maybe it's 150 to 175 would actually put in all five scores. So what's that percentage out of 200? Sure. Of, of, you know, it, it's just not 
it's great to know that you've made that cut. Injuries, vacations, work, lack of interest. Yeah, I'm not going to qualify. I've got something else going on. I'm just not going to do it. I mean, that kind of thing comes up. So you just don't have 100% uptake uh, yeah. on that. So I, again, the internet loves to, people love to complain and moan about everything. <laughs> you know, Agreed. it is what it is. It's going to be, I, I, I think the most important thing was the streamlining of the schedule to help affiliate owners. I'm not an affiliate owner, but I could see how much it would wear on ours just trying to juggle helping me, helping others in our gym, running classes. And we're very blessed to have some extra space, but a lot of places don't. So you have to accommodate schedules to not tick off your regular members, but not tick off your top athletes that need floor space for, you know, handstand walks, shuttle runs, cameras way back to incorporate rope climbs and things like that. Crazy one-off stuff. Well, so and another I thing- don't have a problem with the expanded field. Yeah. But one of the things you and I will do as we approach quarterfinals and semifinals is we'll review all of the procedures that need to be in place to make sure that you have quality videos. You've got quality mm-hmm. submissions. Uh, if you're going to be uh, aiming to qualify through those events, uh, we'll 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 go over those uh, things again, like having redundant cameras, how to set up a space, how to plan ahead. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we, that's something that you and I have plenty of experience with. So we'll we'll help all of those people that are sort mm-hmm. of new to this, because there's gonna be a larger amount that do get a chance to, to do quarterfinals. That's a good point. Um, so yeah. I, I'm a big fan of expanding the opportunity for people to be tested. You know, I think for me, one of the things that helped, mm-hmm. it keeps me engaged in this sport, keeps me engaged in this lifestyle is the thrill of competition. And we don't get to do it that much. And we actually shouldn't do it that much. I mean, we shouldn't be competing right. seven, eight times a year. It's just too much. So if we do get that opportunity in this in our qualification season to test ourselves or for those that don't have a lot of experience being tested to step up to the plate and take a swing at it, um, this is a great opportunity for that. And it helps, you know, uh, bring some of those higher skill tests uh, into the CrossFit gym and to mm-hmm. to the individuals that that have the opportunity to try it out. Like, you know, maybe we'll see handstand. Why we've seen a lot of higher skills in the open, but we generally see some heavier and even higher skills in quarterfinals and semifinals. It just creates more opportunity for people to mm-hmm. experience that. And I, I loved to do it before I qualified for the games. I loved trying to make it to the games. I loved the AGOQ and I often you know, a couple, three years that I did it and I didn't qualify for the games, it let me know like, hey, I'm not there yet. I'm not even in the ballpark yet. I've got to get better right. at this, 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 and yeah. this. So that was, th- those are always great tests. And so the more people that can get involved in that, uh, the better. And, yeah. you know, I think for us as a podcast, you know, the, it expands our ability to help these guys try something new. If we, That's what we, I think that's, you and I both love that kind of stuff. So um, anyway, yeah. Uh, I think the controversies around CrossFit just trying to grab a bunch of extra money, I I just don't see that as the primary driver for this. Uh, And I may, like you said, maybe they make a little extra because of the uptick, but it does get watered down. Not everybody's paying for semifinals. Not not all twenty, not all twenty five percent is going to actually sign up for quarterfinals. So you know, it is what it is. No, and and. They're a biz- I keep getting reminded this. They're a business. If it helps them bring in some more revenue and you feel like you're getting something for your money, that's the other thing, yeah. is the programming has to be done in a not watered down, yeah. but in a smart way to not say, okay, quarterfinal test number one, we're going to start with uh, um, uh, you know, 
five rounds of 10 muscle ups or something like that starting, you know, something crazy that would just tick off everybody. Like, why did I just drop X amount of dollars on this? So again, good luck to the programming group led by Adrian. Um, You know, he's got to thread the needle. I think that's the easiest way to say it. He's got to make it inclusive for many more participants, but maybe, uh, and and they've talked about it in some of the programming ones, like uh, the skills get progressively higher after you get through time gates or um, the weights increase, something like that. Prove your strength, earn your strength, not just do it on a one rep max, do it under uh, after a workout. Uh, Just a million ways to to do this, but it's going to require some intelligent programming that goes without saying. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll get Boz on here too to explain all of the programming when those get released. We'll get them on and we'll like, mm-hmm. Boz, what were you thinking? We'll be able to ask him the hard questions when when that comes up uh, yeah, again. Yeah. Um, well, let me say the the other thing I, I was going to say is there was a note that floor plans might be a little more relaxed this year. And I know that's floated around as well. And I love that. And they they say that they made them as complex as they did out of safety because they saw what we didn't and they saw videos of, they called it sketchy behavior. Okay. You know, the rower right underneath the rings and that just doesn't make sense. So um, the, if you can relax the floor plans to the point where it's not so onerous on the affiliate owner, I think that's another goal of theirs. That's going to be tricky too. Yes. Uh, It'll save in buying rolls and rolls of tape. So we'll see where this lands, but the intelligence of the programming and then some of the relaxing of the floor plan, um, the onerous floor plans that we've seen in the past. Yeah. Uh, maybe we're in for a good experience. Certainly hoping. Hey, I'm optimistic. Uh, you know, I think that uh, I, you know, I watched Dave Castro. I watch his weeks in review. And I, I love that he does that. I love that mm-hmm. it's fairly unscripted and he just kind of answers off the cuff. Uh, you know, whenever I get to hear from his perspective, and he's not always perfect. I mean, there's been times when I actually left a comment on there because he wasn't correct about something and he mm-hmm. corrects himself. He's got no ego. He's fine. Like he'll just, but what I do like is he, mm-hmm. he'll try to clear the air. Uh, and it, and every time I hear him, he's, I, I get a sense of his authenticity, of his love for the sport, of his desire to make this a great experience uh, as the, mm-hmm. uh, in his role. And I, I so I, I trust I trust him quite a bit, honestly. Uh, so uh, I'll, I'll, I, we'll just keep ro- keep going with that. Is that I trust him? I trust the process. Right. Again, there's always right. things in CrossFit where, at first glance, it just feels, you know, maybe maybe dirty or maybe corporate or whatever. And I, you know, we get. I, I think sometimes our attitudes get a little bit tarnished by some of the first responders online that make a lot of noise about things before more details come out. Sure. So yep. we we get painted, we we painted we 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 paint a we see through darker colored glasses, I guess for the lack of better words, as opposed to just yeah. oftentimes when I talk to you about things, you you always take the attitude, hey, we'll just wait and see. Let's just wait and see how this works out. Um right. and so I lean right. into you on that. And that's nice. And I I I trust that it's gonna be a good season. Uh, you know, going back to the fact that there's gonna be 40 competitors in the majority of the Masters age groups, 30 in that 50 five plus that's crazy 20 each in the 60 plus you know that makes for such an amazing experience i mean we're excited for legends which is coming up in just three weeks Mm -hmm. this will be a preview again to what we're going to see at the games next year but with a lot more of crossfit support next year um you know 40 athletes in a division makes it such a much more interesting competition and for you and me i think we'll be less worried about qualifying 
for the games. It's not going to be as stressful. There's still going to be that high level of we want to do well. We want to make sure we punch our ticket to the games and go. Uh, but with 40, we've got mm-hmm. we don't have to thread the needle so tightly as we did with the top 10, which was ridiculous uh, from Absolutely. a pressure standpoint. But I know. Then we we I get know. to go out and there. And- you're saying that from your position. Yeah. I'm I'm saying that that another age older and that that 10 per field was 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 becoming almost unattainable and yes. i'm not trying to downplay it but you can count on your one hand you know some automatics right they'd have to be hurt not yes. to not to qualify yeah and with a larger field then that takes and video review don't forget yep. about video review that's going to jumble a whole lot of spots especially i would say from spots 20 through 40 on the board it's going to get it's going to look like a you're going to hit refresh a hundred times in yeah. a in a couple of hours just yeah. watching it all sort itself out. And yeah, but yes, it does and, take some pressure off. I think it's going to resurrect a lot of careers. Yeah, if they so choose. And it, it's and you're right. We would. I think you and I often before uh, a podcast this year, we'd be thinking about okay, semifinals is coming up. You know, who are the shoe ins? And you and I will just list off the names of the individuals mm. in your age group and my age group. Oh. Like, I hope I can get it. I mean, even for me, I accidentally won both of them this yeah, year yeah. but I, I was never i never felt safe i i know all the guys and i'm like this guy's no. this guy's good this guy's good there's 10 guys that could all strike it out of the park and i'm not going to the games in 2023 yep. so you just never know and yep. um you've been there i think a lot of our listeners have been there and now knowing we've got this larger window to get to the games it creates some excitement i'm sure for some of uh some of those out there, including me, including you, it, it creates that fire. Like, hey, okay, I'm mm-hmm. going to make sure I'm healthy. I'm well-trained. Uh, I'm going to get my butt to yep. the games in 2024. And uh, I'm, I'm not taking any years for granted. If, if 2024 is the last year it ever exists, I'm going to be there. It's not. It'll keep going. But just an ex- as an example, right. we're going to get there. It'll and, keep and going. Yeah. Love. It's in good hands. Yeah. I need to get stronger. I'll tell you that because here's the other thing I picked up is – it sounds like the open and quarterfinals, the programming is going to be by Boz and his team. Oversight from Dave, you know how that all goes. When you get to semifinals, I picked up on his comment that he said it's going to be much more collaborative in programming semifinals between the CrossFit team and then the teams that are hosting their yes. events. So Masters Pit, I mean, Team Pit Throwdown folks will be working with Boz and his team for the teenagers semifinals. And obviously, um, Bob and Joe yep. will be working with Boz and his team for the master semifinals. And we know they like what they like to do generally by yeah. now. So they like it heavy. I need to get a lot stronger. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's time. It's time. Uh-huh. Right? It's time to start yep. eating all the food and lifting yep. heavy things after it's legends. time right now. Uh, but, yep. but yeah. So the, the collaborative programming is a nice switch as well. Yes. I think that's a good twist. We'll see how that turns out. I agree. And I think that that will help create that cohesive experience between semifinals and the games that there could be some, uh, you know, there's a flow to that, that you're, you're not, mm-hmm. you, you should be ready to compete at the games because you completed these tests at quarterfinal or semifinal. Um, what we what we don't right. ever want to see, right. and you can't control this completely, is you don't want to see somebody qualifying for the games who can't do something that they should be able to do, right? Because because it wasn't tested in right. the open quarterfinals, yep. semifinals. They get to the games, they can't do something. Um so hopefully there would be some nice just say ring muscle up. Ring that was for years. Up. That was the that right. was the thing. And so yeah, maybe this exactly. never tested. Um, but I think that given the fact that we'll be tested and we have had this this for the last two or three years, right? We've had all of the open, all of quarterfinals, all of mm-hmm. semifinals. That is a lot of individual events 
let's call it three plus maybe 13 to 15 events, uh, given the open quarterfinals, and semifinals, right. somewhere in that range where you could test, gosh, everything except for running. What Everything except for mm -hmm. actually running because shuttle sprints right. are Correct. not running. That is not running. That is yeah. That is labored no, movement. No, no, That's no, all I call that. <laughs> it's back and forth. Yeah. That, that like odd objects outside of yeah. fitness in a box right. testing. Yes. The, if you look at fitness in a box for those 13 to 15 events, if you're going to uh, ballpark that number, there's a lot you can touch yep. there. Yep. So then you figure, okay, what we haven't is what you usually expect at one of the end of the year championships. So be ready for... A lot of and, and not depending and depending on the venue, we don't even know the venue this year. Sure, sure. That's the other thing. Yep. The natural terrain of around the venue could could play a big part in the programming. Right. Um, like let's call it. Yeah, Arizona. They can open it up if, to all kinds of stuff. If it was Arizona I again, I mean, yeah. Arizona in August. Uh, yeah. If it was in August and it was in Arizona, oh, that could be interesting. I mean, <laughs> it's in it's in Dallas in August yeah. for the individuals. So um, you know, maybe yeah, they do true. that. Maybe yeah, it's, it's uh, stay inside. Maybe it's somewhere more more uh nicer than that um but we can, i can't wait to find out those details it's not going to change a thing i'm going you're going or we're going to try to go uh if we can but uh it will be nice to mm -hmm. know those those additional details hopefully they have that by the time legends happens that'd be a fun timeline to you know they've got it locked in by legends or by yep. the time the rule book is released but if they don't i'm sure they're going to figure it out if, i don't think they're lollygagging in fact I did have a conversation with uh, with Bob, uh, who is one of the co-founders of Legends. This this was very near to the time the announcement happened, um, and he shared just yeah. some thoughts with me about, weeks about back, what right. they were aiming for with regards to location. And, and they were in a very very active search. It, it, there was nothing; they weren't delaying for any reason. It's just that they were in an active search to try to find the mm -hmm. perfect venue. And it was the idea that you don't want a venue so large that it it feels you know if you do it at uh, you know now I live in Alabama and. Uh, the Alabama football team has a stadium with 110,000 seats uh, in Tuscaloosa. It would not make sense to do a Masters um, championship in a stadium with with 100,000 seats. So they want to find the right spot that doesn't have 100,000 seats, but also nope. is not in a gymnasium where right. no one with, with temporary stands. Right? You, they try to find that right spot that's a good. Yeah, seating's place. limited, and yep. they pull in metal bleachers. That yeah. doesn't work either. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. So they're on it, uh, and I'm excited. Well, and, to find and out. the worst thing they can do is is release. They can if they release a uh, yes a date. I mean, a place and a date, and then the contracts fall through. They've right. talked about that in the past. Yes, that's as bad as the rumors of. Uh, were they coming to Bur Were the games were, coming to? Yeah, they were coming. Birmingham? They were coming to Birmingham, which is why I live here now. Yeah, I'm just that, kidding. Well, that's that, not why. That <laughs> was the rumor. Yeah. See, <laughs> no. I jumped but the gun. That, you know that rumor right there, and and thought. Think about how much we talked about it. Yeah, everybody talked about it at that yeah. point in time. So I think they learned their lesson. They're going to be uh, strategic, and I I don't get the sense they're dragging their feet. They're no. they're just working up to the last minute until it's set in stone. Very so, much. That is the timeline in uh, in a nutshell, and you can bet we're gonna go over each individual part many, many more times. Many times. Well, it's it's fun to it's fun to talk about it now. It's fun to speculate. I love it. Uh, but I think we've beat it to death. So let's let's move on. Um, the, the, <laughs> the only other piece of news you that got I it. got this week, um, and I'll just share this. It was just it's really off the cuff, um, but. There was a video that that went out, and there was some rumors that went out about CrossFit considering an a, a uh, franchise model as opposed to the affiliate model. And uh, right. Castro 
uh, squashed that uh, idea in his uh, weekend review. I think I watched it last night. He said, we are not looking at a franchise model. That's nothing. It's never come up. We're not looking at it. Right. Um, they probably... Third third party. They didn't vet the questions, I guess, well. Yeah, enough. yeah, yeah. That's, and that's the only thing on them. That's fair. And it's right. and I, I don't want to get into that. I I just figured it just doesn't sound like CrossFit. I, but, you know, it is a new CrossFit. Who knows? Uh, I'm not an affiliate owner now, so it doesn't affect me as much. But it just didn't feel like the right kind of vibe that CrossFit would do. So it's just not. That's according to Castro, it's not happening. Um, besides that, what we do have yep. is uh, some listener questions. Uh, funny enough, we I threw out this listener questions yes. just, I mean, an hour before we started the show. And I thought, you know, it, it's, it's always fun to just <laughs> so see. So we what, apologize yeah, to others. <laughs> next time. And so we're it was literally an hour before the show. So those of you <laughs> yeah. that have sent questions since we started the show, uh, sorry, we'll save those for next time. But uh, there, I think we decided that, that these there were three questions that we thought were, had some value to them, uh, at least in the context of our conversation. So uh, first question, the specific question is, Jason, do you follow Boulder Athlete Programming exactly as is, or do you incorporate other programs? Um, and so I think we could open that up to, uh, you know, Rick and Jason, do you follow the program that you follow specifically, mm -hmm. or do you modify and pull in from other programs to be the fit, you know, human being that you are? Um, and, and Rick, I'll let you start first. I, I know my answer, but I'm, I'm mm -hmm. actually curious to know okay. if, what you do. Sure. Uh, I would say, oh, I hate putting percentages on it. Nine out of 10 times. 90%, 95% of the time, I do what is absolutely written on there. And the only time, <laughs> this just came up, the only time I'll go off the board is if I know my schedule a week in advance and I know where I'll have some gaps in training, the programming hasn't been released yet, and I have a day that I'm training that I need to train, I'll add something in. And I've been at it long enough where I kind of know what I haven't touched in a while, what piques my interest. What gets me to say, okay, I, I just want to go do something fun or different or whatever. But really, that's the only time because you know our coach, uh, the programmers that I that I follow, they, they're investing um, in an intelligent plan. So I owe it to them to follow what they say and do it in the order that they say it because it's done for a reason. But every now and then, I'll go off the board. Absolutely, but that's I'm not, and I want to differentiate with you. I'm not looking at the programming and saying. Uh, it says back squatting today. Well, I think I want a front squat or uh, snatching. No, my shoulder hurts. I'm going to clean clean a jerk today. I don't do that. I'll work around things if I'm working on a, working around an injury or something. But I don't wholesale change what is written. Right. I think for me, the interesting of, thought is <laughs> uh, I since I program Boulder athletes and I follow Boulder athlete programming, um, yeah. I'll answer yeah. that is as in general. In the programs I followed in the past, uh, I followed them to the T mm -hmm. as much as possible. Uh, again, modifying mm -hmm. if there was a tweak or, a, you know, I, I hurt my back uh, last year uh, heading into Legends. So I had to tweak some things so as to not over agitate that. But besides that, whatever it says, that's what I'm doing for, for my training. Uh, and Good. as a programmer now, as I program Boulder Athlete, I program uh, well in advance uh, so that, you know, just as we're releasing workouts, uh, out to the public, it's, there's just a nice rhythm and a flow to that. We've got some buffer, some time, uh, and I, whatever Boulder athletes are doing on a Tuesday, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm not doing the programming a week in advance. I'm doing exactly what athletes are doing today. Today is a Tuesday, for example. And, um, 
I, yeah. you know, you said something like you, you trust the process, you trust that what is in there is what the programmers want you to do. And I actually have to approach that myself, knowing that there's two sides to me. There's the programmer side that's doing the work behind the computer screen and planning out the day, the week, the cycle. Mm -hmm. uh, and then there's the athlete in me right. that actually walks into the gym on a Tuesday morning and I see another athlete who's writing down the Boulder program. I'm like, hey, what are we doing today? Because I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't remember, you know, three weeks ago what I programmed ah, specifically today. What and you the, did. Yeah. yeah they'll say, ah, oh, you know, today we're doing the, uh, the wall balls, bike and pistols. I'm like, oh, oh, that's right. I remember. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be fun. I remember putting that yeah, together. Here's, yeah. here's why. Oh, and since we're doing that this week, here's what we're doing next week based on that. So I, it triggers all of these. Oh yeah, this is where I was at and what I was thinking. But, um, yeah, I, I think that one of the reasons that you follow a program is so that you don't have to do the thinking. You just get to the gym at 6 a.m. or 5.30, whenever you get there at, at 10 a.m. when I get right. and you write it down and you yeah. follow instructions. It's done for you so that you don't have to think about, Correct. Correct. am I getting enough sh shoulder work in? Am I doing enough ring muscle ups? Did I snatch this week? Have I done enough back squats, front squats? All of that work is done by the programmers so that you can just come in and efficiently as a master's athlete, exactly. just get the work done, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just like the fact that you might not remember. I don't. I don't at all. until you I don't. open up your app. <laughs> I have to <laughs> open up. I do. I have to open up the app. What was I doing? Oh, did I say back oh, yeah. squats? Oh, yeah. Okay. No. Um, so we actually did a workout yesterday, which is yeah. really funny uh, because if I would have written it, I would have been like, I would have thought I made a mistake. So what we actually tested yesterday, um, and I copied it straight from the CrossFit Games website, we tested the games interval workout. Do you remember it was 21 box jump overs into mm -hmm. a 15 calorie row into uh yep. box get overs and it was it was this whole like interval and then your rest of the six minute yep. mark and then and then do an interval back through all of those elements. And in my mind it was the same Nine, forwards 15, and 21, 59, yeah. something like that. But it was yeah. actually slightly different. You you right. ended with burpee box get overs at the end. And anyway, as I was writing down the workout I wrote it down and I, I didn't even think about it until I was in the finishing the workout. And I was like, is it 21 burpee box get overs to finish? This makes no sense as far as the flow and the rhythm and the oh, balance yeah. and the artistry of a well-written workout. It didn't it didn't uh -huh. feel like that because it shouldn't be. It should just be box get overs, not burpee box get overs. So I had to look at my whiteboard. I looked at my buddy Josh's whiteboard and then I went and opened the app just to make sure uh -huh. I was doing the right workout. Um, and it was, this was, this was the qualify, this was the, uh, the interval workout. So even, even knowing the diligence that I put into it, I was still in the middle of this workout questioning, why are we doing 21 burpee box? You were get skeptical. Yeah, yeah, I was skeptical, but I actually didn't write it. It was a CrossFit games workout. How and it tired was, a was I when I was writing? <laughs> it was yeah. a bear, man. I oh, tell you what. Uh, it puts, is that the one that, uh, Pat Velner won? I think he did. I think he yeah, event, Boston I won think? it, and I think he won it. That was part of Vellner's charge towards the end there. Um, but yeah, right, was, man, that looked awful it, watching it. It was, Ooh. and actually seeing how fast there was, they got through. You didn't it, have that much rest. No, there was no rest. In fact, um, I will say that the yeah. first interval took me over five minutes, and you were supposed to start the second interval at the six minute mark. So I, I gave myself a full minute of rest. I, right. I called an audible, gave myself a full minute of rest so that I could attack the second part. Attack is is in air quotes if if you can't see me. Um, yeah, yeah, attack yeah. Okay, the second good, part, which is pure <laughs> awfulness. Um, so yeah, I I think so. I could stumble through the second part. Yeah, 
I think uh, the advice that you and I are giving is is you trust the process that um, if you're following a program that you trust, yeah, I, I you shouldn't need to add other stuff um, or incorporate anything else. Like I'm not I'm not incorporating some sort of endurance training into my my training. Um, my training has endurance training built mm-hmm. into it. I'm sure yours does too. It's a, it's a well-rounded program will make you well-prepared mm-hmm. for sure. the tests Absolutely. that are coming. Second question. Um, I'm just going to use this question. Ian, um, coach, uh, is uh, it's a friend of mine, and he <laughs> asked me, have I done any hill sprints yet at my new house? And he's asking that because he's, uh, he's a funny guy. <laughs> he's really funny, Ian. Um, hill sprints <laughs> at my house. Can't so wait to meet him. My house, uh, it's probably 300 yards maybe 200 yards from the street to the house, but it's straight up a hill. We live on top of a mountain, essentially. So you, it was actually very scary to pull this moving truck up the hill because it's a 15% grade at one point on the hill. I mean, it's exhausting to walk up and down this hill. So no, Ian, I'll just answer this, Rick. Ian, I have not done sprints at the new house yet, yes. but you are invited, <laughs> Ian, to come on out. And as soon as you come and visit, we'll do a day of <laughs> hill sprints with weight vests into GHD sit-ups in the garage. We'll just, we'll with do vests. something and, and it'll it. be great. Yeah. Um, the, the, the next question, and I think this will be our last question, uh, <laughs> actually, is uh, can an average Joe get to the CrossFit Games? Is that the fair question, Rick? Should we, should we tackle that one real quick? Yep, yep. Looking at it right now. All sure. right. Can, can an average Joe get to the CrossFit Games? Well, I, would, I think our, our blanket answer uh, to start with is you're looking yep. at a couple of average Joes. We, we're average Joe human beings. Absolutely, yep. Um, but talk more about your experience there. Yeah, I could, couldn't have said it any better, uh, whoever asked that question, because no, I didn't come from some outstanding athletic career, needed to take some time off and had to, had to uh, scratch a competition itch, itch and found CrossFit. No, it's something that I had led a relatively sedentary lifestyle in my 20s and 30s, trying to work out when I could, not knowing exactly what I was doing and not doing a whole hell of a lot into something that I have worked towards. So 100% yes. I, I, I'm envious of those folks who can move from one high level athletic career almost immediately into the next. And the only thing that holds them back is learning the, the intricacies of CrossFit, I guess is the way to describe it. But for us, it was for me, who was not doing a whole lot, having to learn the intricacies of, of it. So yes, hey, average Joe here, raising I, my hand. I, I, I will say the same thing. I was sedentary in my 20s and 30s, just like you, uh, trying to do some things. I would go to the gym and do some things every once in a while and a uh, couple of days. And then, I, and then I would not go for weeks at a time and jogged sometimes. I, I don't come from an athletic family. I don't have any Olympians mm-hmm. in my family or any uh, real uh, athletic heroes. I just happened to find something that I really liked. And then I think you and I both drank the Kool-Aid and became quite Mm -hmm. a bit all in on like, okay, I love this. Oh, when we get to compete. Oh, wow. And we get to possibly qualify for a world championship. Um, what do I got to sign me up? What do I got to do to attempt to do that? And, and to yep. a couple of average shows here that both have gone to the games. And again, Rick Stevenson tied for first in his rookie year. You don't get to say it enough. It, it, it is a second place medal, yeah. but a tied for first. I'm going to, I'll say it. I'll say it. I'm gonna, in fact, in our future episodes, I'm going <laughs> to introduce you as Rick Stevenson, the Tied for first, Mr. Tied for first, (laughs) but uh, second place via tiebreak, world champion uh, in 2021. Um, Okay, so the last... Because 
because Sean had an outstanding Sunday. He had a good Sunday. Outstanding I mean, Saturday. He, excuse me. Yeah, Saturday. Yeah, he yeah. had a really good final day. Doggone it. Hats off to Sean. <laughs> well, uh, there was one question. Uh, same same person asked a question. Uh, how to get in shape with a nine to five. And uh, we just wanted to mention, we did cover that in episode... Uh, it was three weeks ago. It was actually episode 39 of the Masters of Motion podcast. So... Uh, right. Go back and take a listen to that, where essentially yeah. I interview Rick about uh, his experience having a nine to five and a family and being an, an mm -hmm. athlete, a world class athlete. Uh, so it's really fun. It's an, it's informative to see how Rick balances all of that. Um, I think he mentions in there that he eats salad for lunch. So just don't don't listen to that part. The rest of it is really great. I, it's really great. Yeah. Yes. I what I need to do is continue to send you pictures of my salad as you should <laughs> i didn't i failed today had another big one <laughs> i didn't you send pictures of salad i'll send pictures of uh of, of my hamburgers which are uh gonna be ground beef uh, yeah ground beef yeah, for exactly. dinner coming up quick here well rick as we wrap up i don't i didn't talk to you I about turkey this burgers. beforehand did you you by any chance have a pick mm -hmm. or tip of the week this week I do only because I haven't used it yet. No, I mean, I've used it. I, I haven't had a chance to say this, and I think I mentioned it last week. Last week was only two weeks into myself using Third Z. Yes. I'm not a sponsored athlete or anything like that. I used a code, and here it is in the house. It's three weeks in now, and uh, your PM, college, PM Recovery Collagen. Um, I'm really liking the results. I It really puts me in a much deeper sleep. In yeah. fact, if I'm a, not as not taking Dr. Justine's advice and I'm not as consistent on my my time of sleep, I'll wake up even feeling a little groggy mm. from from it. Yeah, I mean it really is restful. Yep. It it knocks me out. That's great. Uh, but she's got the science behind it, so yep. I encourage you to uh, to listen to last week's again if you want to learn more. But yes, I'll use that as my tip of the week because it's only three weeks into the household here and. Uh, I keep it safely tucked away so nobody gets the thoughts of trying to steal dad's uh, recovery. I, uh, I'll say that I have a tip. So it's hidden. I have, a, I have a tip of the week and a pick of the week. Uh, the tip of the week is uh, you know, one of the things that I've, I've done consistently along with a cold plunge in the mornings is I've tried to get sunlight in my eyes every morning. And by sunlight in my eyes, it doesn't yeah. mean I'm looking into the sun. It just means that I'm, I am outside or I am, mm -hmm. I'm in sunlight or even cloud light. Like, um, so it's harder in the winter, much harder mm -hmm. in the winter to do this. Uh, and so in fact, it, we've had a couple of cold mornings. So I've actually been sitting just inside of a window, which is not as perfect, but I'm trying to get that dose of light in my eyes, which really helps your sleep cycle. Again, we talked about this last week, actually, um, that more sun during mm -hmm. the day, especially when you wake up, can really help your circadian rhythm so that you sleep well at night. So that is a tip of the of the week is if you can get um, into the sun or into the cloud. So it's like, I think they said, I think Dr. Huberman, it's like 10 minutes in the sun or even 20 minutes in the clouds, in the clouds or just in a cloudy sky. Just get outside, okay. get that light in your eyes. You know, <laughs> My head's always in the clouds. Always in the clouds. <laughs> my, uh, uh, my pick of the week is actually too, too to be determined. It's coming. Um, today's Tuesday, Wednesday, tomorrow I'll be sending out uh, if you're not subscribed to my newsletter, uh, or if you don't get uh, that, you could go to uh, the newsletter is at uh, jasongrub.com forward slash deals. And you can sign up for my newsletter. I'm going to send out uh, an email tomorrow to 
with all of the Black Friday deals that I know of from all of the companies that I use. Um, some of them sponsor me, most of them don't. It's just I've been collecting all of the Black Friday deals that have that have caught my attention um, around Very the CrossFit good. space. Uh, you know, from grips to bags to uh, mm-hmm. yeah, of course the Ice Barrel, which again is is a sponsor. But I'll, I'll share all of that because there's some really big sales out there, uh, and they're just a good. It's a good time of year to take advantage of that. Like I've actually been waiting for some of the purchases I right. need for my garage and for this house for Black Friday and Cyber Monday so that I can save a couple dollars. So I'll send an email out tomorrow. Watch for that uh, Good call. with all of the all the deals that I've been able to curate. And I'm sure there's more out there, but I'm going to try to be as detailed as I can. So it's good stuff. Okay. I'm, I'll take a look. Keep your eyes you peeled. You know what Rick. I can find. I'm gonna, I'll get you spending money. <laughs> oh, great. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Well, we'll see you uh, next week on the podcast, Rick. And for our audience, uh, we want to just thank yep. you for tuning into the Masters of Motion podcast. Happy Thanksgiving uh, as well. And if you found this episode to be helpful, we'd be grateful if you could take a moment to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or your preferred podcast app. There's a lot of reviews out there already, and we appreciate all of those. Your support helps us reach more listeners and grow our Masters community. Until next time, get bolder, not older. See ya.